you are a loser on Drag Race if you decide that you're a loser on Drag Race. Anytime that you get an opportunity like this that just changes your life, you are a winner, and it's up to you to make the most of it. Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2021 edition of the RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, She already the hair hers. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. Oh my God, yes, honey, season 13. Every week, I'll be joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, as in the queens who have made history to talk about this season and their own Drag Race experiences. So thank you for listening. And warning, because there's going to be what? Spoilers! <laughs> True. So consider yourself warned, people. And to keep up, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Friday on VH1. Or if you're not in the U.S., you can watch it from anywhere else in the world, pretty much via WOW Presents Plus. Now, having said that, I am very, 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 very honored today to be joined by Drag Race winner, a legend, the champion of season 12, the reigning America's Next Drag superstar. She's a high fashion model. She's a music video star. And she's forever the essence of beauty, Miss Jada Essence Hall. Hello. Hey, y'all. Hey, John Pauly. How are you? Wonderful. Even better now talking to you. Oh, good. I have that effect. <laughs> Now, I remember, I, I, I'm flashing back, but like the, the day after your big win, there was that street parade and people honking and driving down your street and giving you flowers and celebrating how wonderful you are. Yes. Oh, that was one of my favorite things ever. Um, my boyfriend and one of my friends, they like organized it and put it together. It was cute. It was real sickening. But then I just like, after, you know how like the, the moment everything is happening. And then I had this moment where I thought back and I'm like, what if I wouldn't have won? <laughs> and they were like, well, we still plan on coming out anyways. Like we already bought the stuff for the cars. I guess we just slapped it on there and still came out and showed you love. So um, shout out to uh, my boyfriend and to my good friend, Alex, for uh, putting that together for me and everybody that showed up and showed me a lot of love. It was so good. It was so good. And now I, I'm just thinking since you are such a presence and a proud in, in Milwaukee and a proud citizen, you should have a street or something named after you in Milwaukee. Uh, I think I should have a street named after me. And I also think that um, like I should have a key to the city. And if I had a street named, it would probably be like Hooker Ave. <laughs> or at least like, at least like a dormitory, like at the, you know. At the, yes. 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 Jada, like, cool. It's like at the Milwaukee area technical college, there's a dormitory <laughs> called Jada Essence Hall. And I want to live there. Why do you know about that college I live? <laughs> I just, you know, I, I I went for a year, then I dropped out. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't good at welding. Terrible at welding. Terrible. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to play catch up a little bit because we're going to talk about the very first episode, the premiere of Drag Race Season 13, and yeah. Episode 2. So, let's, I, you know, New Year's Day, we had a premiere. It was a happy Rue year. How did you watch the episode? Were you at home? What was going on? Um, I was I was working, so I had to go out. It was like Heidi, myself, Brooke. We were working in Ohio for the New Year's. Very safe situation, though. But um, we were working, and we were like doing like a kind of like a hosting party kind of gig. Make sure everything was real cute. Um, and and having cocktails, which felt really good. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so jealous. That sounds very nice indeed. And how does it feel doing, like, I, I don't want to get into it because I know there's drama around shows and queens out in the world and stuff sometimes, but just, does it feel good to be able, and you've been able to perform, you know, this year with the drive-in shows. I've seen you, I've seen you like videos backstage, which are hilarious. And you girls have performed in like hot ass summertime temperatures and like freezing Denver snow. 
It's crazy. The good thing is, is that like you should always like, I mean, well, that's not the good thing, but you should always come prepared and bring like extra panties um, because it was very hot in the summer. Um, I didn't, unfortunately didn't do the uh, the stop in Denver, but um, for me, I'm glad because I really don't like snow like that. But we did the, we we did the summer tour in Chicago, and the more um, the the closer it was coming towards the end of the summer, I'm like it will be great because uh, as the summer ends, it'll get cooler and cooler, and then it just seemed like every stop got hotter and hotter. <laughs> By the time we ended, we uh, ended the drive and drag show in uh, we stopped and we ended it in Annapolis. And it was like hot, it was muggy, but it was a good time. And like, we made sure we were all safe, being tested. Um, But more importantly, the audience really needed to see drag. And we were so glad that we could give that to them. Yes, absolutely. People are hungry and they need it. You guys bring such joy and and, and shade and love. (laughs) Yes, always shade. So who do you know in this cast? Obviously, we know you know Miss Kimora Hall, your Hall sister. Who are you? Who are you tight with in this cast of season uh, thirteen? Let me let me run down the list in my mind. I know Denali. Uh, I love Denali. I know Got Mick. Uh, Candy is is like my good girl. She's everybody knows she's from New York. Yeah. Um, and I had the pleasure of meeting her in New York. My sister, obviously, Kamora. Uh, I love her super super much. Um, I, I've not had the chance to meet Tamisha, but I know of her. Like if you if you've done drag and you've ever heard of like any type of competition, you know exactly who she is. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. But but lo- a lot of the girls. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Joey, Joey, I'm like crazy. Uh, Joey is from Mil- well from Wisconsin, um, very right. close to Milwaukee, and I've known her forever. Like the longest out of all of the girls, I've known her before she when she was performing at the shows and not doing drag, but just like boy performances. Very that. Ooh, I like it. I like the history. Yeah. Like at, at some point, every queen knows every queen. At, at sooner or later. Yeah, I feel, I feel like eventually, especially after you've done uh, the show and you travel, and even though I haven't traveled that much this year, yeah. but you do the show and you travel and you go to these bars and you see these girls like, oh my gosh, she's talented. One day she'll be on the show. And then sure enough, <laughs> there there they are on television. Well, yeah, by the time we get to season like 27, it, I mean, they, everyone has to be on. Yeah, well, hopefully. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be season 73 and it'll be the one girl, she's like, Finally, it's my time. We were all worried. That, we were all worried that that girl would be Candy, but she turned it around. Okay, <laughs> she, she made it happen. Oh my God! She, between like her and Nina West and Tina Burner and Alexis, these like yeah. Michelle. But that, that's that's the that's that's what it shows. You just keep plugging, keep auditioning, and your time will come. You got you got to work at it. Yes. There's only two of us. Ah! What is going on here? Okay, so were you gagged by the crazy format of the season 13 premiere? Like, what did you think? Two girls walk in, Candy and Joey, they're like, hey, girl, hey, girl. And then room, they're on the main stage. What was your take on that whole setup? I thought that when we did it last year, that was kind of crazy to walk in. And it it cuts short. And it's like, okay, six of y'all, let's figure it out. I thought that was bad. But to walk in the (laughs) workroom with one other bitch, and then all of a sudden it's meh. Um, time to head to the the runway. I would have been panicking. I'm like, where are the other girls? What what's going to happen right now? Um, and then and also, I'm very a logical person. I like to believe I'm logical, but sometimes I'm very disappointed in myself. Um, but I like to believe that I'm logical, and I would think like, if we're on this stage, they're probably going to want to compare us, and it'll probably be a lip sync. But I don't think 
you can ever be fully prepared for a lip sync. So whether you know it or not, um, it can get tricky. I would have been a little scared. My heart would have been beating so fast. Now, which of those songs would you have wanted to do? Because I'll read the list. Like, nothing, anybody really had a choice. They're like, learn this, I'm sure. It's like, like Call Me Maybe, When I Grow Up, Pussycat Dolls, Janet, Pleasure Principle, Rumors by Lindsay Lohan, X's and O's by L. King, and Lady Marmalade. Which would have been yours? Uh, it, this is hard. Okay, so first of all, I'm an OG uh, Rumors, like, stan. I love Rumors. So I would have wanted to do Rumors just for the simple fact of, like, I love the song, but I don't feel like that would have been my best <laughs> lip sync performance. But I would have, if I had to choose, it would have been either for sure When I Grow Up or Lady Marmalade. Yes, yes. For I would love sure. To, I would love to see that. Although I will say when I when I think of When I Grow Up, all I see is Coco Montrese and little Shirley Temple hair and her like little outfit, like her little like baby doll outfit that she tore off and had like a sports look on under mm-hmm. back in season five. bouncing around (laughs) (laughs) so nuts so nuts um and then i want to know just flipping back again stay on season episode one for a minute okay whose entrance look gagged you the most like who are your top three looks walking in episode one okay i have uh, i had like four but i'll I'll narrow it down because i'll be very much that girl uh my top three looks that i love the most i have to say was candy I love what Candy was wearing. Obviously, my sis Kamora, because she was representing for the girls that just love glamour. And um she was and she was turning it. And then also I really liked ah, Olivia. She was turning it too with the glamour. Ooh. I love I love the 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 juxtaposition of the pink and the yellow together. It was really cute. Those are all very good choices. Thank you. They say you taste. Yes, thank you. You know what you're doing. Um, now, okay. In your pajama party reunion for season 12, like you all were like the shady bunch. You had a song about it, everything. But watching this season already, are these queens already like shadier than season 12? Okay, this is the thing because I was, you know, you follow all of the tea on the social medias and the Twitters and the Instagrams. You do all of that. And I'm like, oh, these girls are so loving. They remind us, remind me of season 12. And and then this, the show started going. I was like, "Oh my god, the girls are shady this season." <laughs> um, even even my Cisco Mora had threw out some little shade. I said, "Oh yes, I'm living." I know. I like they kind of like speak their mind. Maybe that's part mm-hmm. of being like thrown into such a bizarre circumstance day one. You're like, "All right, I'll bets are off. I'm just going to speak my mind." I think it's. I think the thing is really is that when you like you said you get thrown into this really weird situation and immediately it's like you don't have time to be like, hey, sis, who are you? Nice to meet you. It's like competition right out the door. Um, who is this bitch? You're nothing to me. And because he immediately in his headspace, like I could be going home. You don't want to, you, you just don't want to, you don't have time for like the pleasantries. So I, I get agree. it. But, but we'll see what happens for the rest of the season. That's what I'll say. Yes, yes, yes. Well, so as it happens, they all lip sync. Um, against each other, even a three-way at the end with Kimora, Tina, and Elliot. We love a good three-way. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And by the end of the episode, we have like two groups of queens. We have the one, the one bunch calling themselves the winner's circle, mm-hmm. which is which is Candy, Lala Ree, Simone, Gottmik, Olivia Lux, and Miss Tina Burner. And we got the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in a season that was divided from the, from the mm-hmm. jump. 
How does that affect the dynamic moving forward in the season, like with groups and stuff? Because we, spoiler alert, we find out by the end of this episode too, like, you know, there's, you know, they're not, no one's, no one's quite gone yet. Yeah. And you know, they're going to come together and meet up. So how does that change? How does that affect the dynamic of how people get along? I think when you when you have this first a group of girls you initially work with being in a most of the girls who do drag you don't you do drag alone but there's always um girls that you that you sometimes work with a lot and you feel really comfortable with a lot and so going into the show and having this first group of girls that you get to like bond with and have this connection with you kind of feel like you're building up like a um like a squad, you know, like you have like support, like a whole entire group of like, no matter what in the competition, these girls, you can fall back on. You can trust these girls ish, maybe unless you're Elliot. Um, <laughs> they did not trust her. Um, but like you have like a, a home base. But on our season, I feel like I, I thought that that would be kind of the thing that went through all the way. We were calling ourselves team talent. We were like, <laughs> we're talented. And then as the season went, like the girls started to fall off. And before you knew it, like I was one of the only girls from our group in the running for the title. So I'm like, I have to hold it down for team talent. And, and you did. Thank you very much. Thank goodness. And I think it happens even, even with this cast, you see like, okay, there's one group who won the first lip sync, the mm-hmm. other girls who did not. But that doesn't always, that doesn't mean, I mean, anything can change. If you think one group is going to be stronger than the other, you never know on Drag Race or what's yeah. going to happen. So I, w- I hope no one's counting in their chicken feathers yet. And then also I, the entire time I was thinking like, what if the, because when we watch the lip syncs, you know, everybody has different tastes. So I'm like, some of the lip syncs, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know if, if <laughs> I would have chosen her as the winner of that lip sync. Maybe not, maybe, but there's different reasons why and whatever. But I was like, what would have been the gag of all the girls who thought that they were in the top and Rue like flipped it on the head? Like, um, you girls are the bottoms of the week. Just because he told them Shantae does not mean necessarily that he said, hey, Shantae, you're the most sickening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any It's drag race. Anything can happen. Thank you. Okay, then I do, I do want to ask, like, which of the lip syncs did you think should have gone a different way? Oh my God, this is so, this is bad. What is wrong with you? Um, okay, I, this is the one lip sync that I thought for sure. I was like, okay, um, that's different than I thought because Simone was fantastic and I live for everything that she gave us. But also at the same time, it was just something about Tamisha and the way that she bodied the Janet. I'm like, it <laughs> felt like she was giving you a Janet concert. Like she was Janet Jackson on the stage. And then it, what would be the odds of coming in the workroom in a suit kind of vibe that was like giving you, it gave Janet. It was just like, it just felt like everything felt right at the right time in the right place. And also, you know, that like Tamisha knows that vibe, but that just goes to show you in drag race, anything can happen, baby. <laughs> I know she did, she did have every pleasure principle video move down. I was she waiting her. I was waiting her to pull a chair out of nowhere and stand on it and flip it over and like, out of her shoulders. <laughs> oh my god! It could have fit. Um, and now, a very important question: Who's the trade of the season? Oh my god! This is evil. Um, who is trade of the season? Um, oh my god! Let's say let's 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 think. Let's think. Let's bring it back. Let's think. Um, damn, trade of the season can only be one person, and it can't be me again. Uh. <laughs> You know who I would say? I would say Olivia. Because Ooh. Olivia is, like, just super, super cutesy, really bubbly, and, like, charming. Like, 
you would want to take Olivia home and keep Olivia. And also, y'all, I'm telling y'all, this is me, again, 2021. We're doing the same thing we did in 2020 besides the COVID shit. Um, but <laughs> trade is like whatever you want it to be. We're not doing that. What is the most masculine version of trade kind of vibe? That's not for me anyways. Y'all can, y'all can still have, y'all can have all that trade. That's not for me. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Yes. Like define trade however you want. Trade is how you define it. Like, I, like to me, I'm like, if you see someone and they are fine, they are cute, they are sickening, they're turning it. And baby, they could be walking down the street in pumps. If that could, maybe that's your trade. Maybe that's your trade. It ain't mine, but maybe that's yours. Oh my God. Perfection. Perfection. I like, I like new rules, new ideas or open ideas. Yeah. You know, and, and, and final, a final thought on episode one, I actually know who the, who the true winner of the episode was. Oh, really? Who was it? Pork chop. And save yourself from getting the pork chop. Yes! Because <laughs> her name was mentioned more than anybody's. And we kept seeing that photo of her on yeah. the wall. She, she had a, the pork chop. She, had, she won the episode. It was pork chop's episode, like, hands down. And imagine if the day was long, though, and you by the time you lip sync. And you were so hungry and Rue just kept saying pork chop, pork chop, pork chop. <laughs> I would have been like, um, please, can y'all give us dinner or something? I'm hungry. Thank you. Maybe there's like a pig roast happening outside in the driveway. Oh, pork chops. So, okay, we're going to get to episode two now, finally. So okay. at the top of the episode, it's time for those queens in, in the pork chop loading dock to vote somebody off. Mm -hmm. What did you think about this? What did I think about the girls on the loading dock? Yeah, like having, having like, okay, now you, you can all stay, but you got to vote one of your sisters. Oh, you know what? I think that's really shady, but also at the same time, like, like I said, our season, we had the same issue with when we had to rank the girls. And I'm like, look, I don't know none of you bitches from a can of paint. I'm just going off first impressions. And if Rue is telling me I need to do something, I'm going to do it. So, so that was really the tea. I thought it was like, it was kind of like, oh, this is going to be a little shady moment to see what happens. But um, it's a competition. And like, at the end of the day, only one person will win. So you have to make a decision. Sometimes decisions are tough to make, but you have to make them anyway. And I still think, even if I was one of those girls, I know this is like the wrong way to look at it, maybe, but I would be like, it'd be pretty fierce to see your name on a lipstick. <laughs> I, look, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, this is so cute to see your name on a lipstick. You already feel like an all-stars winner. <laughs> like, like, like you've already established yourself enough to have your name on a lipstick. Thank you. Although even on All Stars, a lipstick usually means you're in danger of going home. But who cares? It's still yeah. cool. Dangerous. <laughs> I hope they got to keep those, like as souvenirs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, oh, they should. They should have let them keep them. I love how they, they you know, the, there's a little bit of jockeying, a little bit of lobbying, like you know why, but not not as much as you expect. Like why I should stay? Why you know why why I want to be here? But Tamisha has the best reason of all. But I'm the only black girl, so don't vote me off. <laughs> Tamisha said something that all the black girls throughout time on Drag Race wanted to say. There's not many of us. And in that situation, I'm the only one here. Do not chop me, okay? I'm just going to keep it real. And that's what I appreciate about Tamisha. She's like, girl, she's going to keep it real. You're going you gonna, you gonna to get the truth. Exactly. Well said, needed to be said, and I appreciate her for it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't vote for me. I'm the only black one here. <laughs> and then what's crazy is they all vote. And then of course it ends up being a tie. So they have to vote again, which is like pouring acid in the wound. 
uh, you know, it was acid in the wound, but then what the what the real cut was to me was my sister Kamora. I said, Oh, she is shady, honey, because she said Utica first. And then after when it was Ellie, it was unanimous. And I'm like, girl, did you change your mind? <laughs> She totally did. Oh my god! Well, she a couple of them must have right for the. Yeah. I mean, for the. I math. mean, a lot of the girls obviously had. If, if they, they. I mean, I guess maybe it was something that was said in between, or like maybe they after they said like it's these two girls, and the girls were like, um, let me give a second look on second thought. Never mind. Or maybe they no. thought, um, Ellie. Uh, maybe they thought Elliot might be more of a threat to them. And like, if this is the time to get her out, then maybe we should get her out. You know. You, the, the mind of a drag queen is a, is a fascinating thing to try to understand. Fascinating, confusing thing. <laughs> Look, Look over, over there. there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Okay, so they vote Elliot off. She has to leave. But, spoiler alert, not, long, not for long, because what happens, like, right after the credits roll? Literally, she is added back to the group <laughs> with, with the top girls. With the top girls. Now, the, they have a spin. It's like she got a promotion. <laughs> it's like showing up to work. You do a terrible job. Um, all your coworkers hate you, but somehow your employer still loves you. And it's like, you're supervisor. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. And Elliot, we love you. We're not, we're not, we're not saying, you, the, you know, you, we're ready for, to see what you got. She can be my supervisor. I'm here for it. <laughs> Gorgeous. Okay, it's time for a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the big daytime, nighttime fashion show mini challenge, some choreography chaos, got Mick, has a little freak out, and Simone is truly punching it after this. Miss Quarantina Turner got you feeling down? Never fear, divas, because the WOW Podcast Network is here! Coming this year are brand new episodes of your fave pods, such as mine, Girl Group Gossip, starring me, Cheryl Hole. Hi, Cheryl. How's your hole? Hole is worn out. How are you? <laughs> to the triumphant return of the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Or as we like to call it. She's already the hair. And not to mention bringing... Mm, Tap dancing in... <laughs> That was this close to be the name of this show. <laughs> and with brand new podcasts from RuPaul's Drag Race UK, Crystal, and Season 12's Jackie Cox, the WOW Podcast Network will be the one-stop shop for all your drag-related podcast adventures. So for more deets, go to worldofwonder.com forward slash podcast. Peace! Okay, welcome back to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast with me, John Holly, and our reigning champion, Jada Essence Hall, and we are getting all up in the second episode. Okay, so again, we've got these, these, these winner circle girls, Candy, Lala, Simone, Gottmik, Olivia Lux, and Tina Burner. Elliot has joined them, and they're suspicious. I do not trust Elliot. Elliot the spy, honey. What did you think looking? You're like, what is, what, does Elliot have a, like a hidden agenda or what's an extra twist going on? Now, now this is the thing. She's, Elliot seems a little mysterious. She does seem a little mysterious, but also at the same time, I 100% do not think that like Rue hired James Bond um, to come in and spy on the girls. And also I'm like, I don't know what, how good spying would do because it is a television show and <laughs> you are caught from every angle. Um <laughs> But 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 also I kind of get maybe they maybe they should have been afraid, you know, like you this new girl is coming over here, you don't know what she's here for. But also 
I would have still had that confidence of like, we, we've obviously been in the top. We're all the top girls. Like you can't, th- you, I'm not afraid or shaken by you. I can't be afraid or shaken by what you're giving out because I know that I've done my job. Exactly. Focus on what, focus on you and your, the task in front of you. Cause mm-hmm. you can't, you can't control all the like twists and turns anyway. So the bumps in the road. So, and Rue says, she's like, she thought Elliot didn't get a, you know, maybe a fair chance. So she's bringing her mm-hmm. back to see what else she's got to offer. And Rue does remind them, like, you know, no queen is ever a loser on Drag Race. And he, he mentions, like, Porkchop, Shangela, Vanjie, queens who went home first and have become, you know, icons. And yeah. is, is that true? I mean, I guess, is, is there no such thing as a loser on Drag Race? Or is it just really about what you make of it whatever time you have on the show? I think you are a loser on Drag Race if you decide that you're a loser on Drag Race. I mean, like, making it to the show is already um, the most life-changing experience you can have. Like, the goal, obviously, in any competition is to win. But uh, at the end of the day, just being casted and, like, having this life-changing moment to be able to travel the world and do things you've always wished you could do um, that you probably might not have had the chance to do just working at your local bar on a Thursday, you know? Um, so anytime that you get an opportunity like this, that just changed your changes your life, you are a winner and it's up to you to make the most of it. Thank you. And yeah, you, and you are leading by example. Thank you very much. Thank goodness. <laughs> Shout out to Fenty. Thanks for the fashion show, mama. <laughs> oh my God. That was so epic. I, I, that's a whole other episode. I want to just like get all the dirt and behind the scenes, like tea on that. It was iconic. Oh my God. Yeah. Your mind must've been blowing every time you like turned your head. Every, every, I looked, I walked on the set and I'm like, oh my God, this is a huge set. Um, and then I like walked behind the scenes and have me like all these VIP, like all the celebrities. And then I realized I'm like, I'm a celebrity ish. I belong, I belong here. Question mark. <laughs> yes, you do, ma'am. Oh my God. So, so stunning. Anyway. Okay. This episode, Rue comes in and tells him we're going to have a mini challenge. We're going to do like a day and night fashion show. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of similar, very similar to like your first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we two looks down the runway. Yours were like, was it summer? What, 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 I should know. Ours summer was and uh, like summer and winter, or like spring and spring and fall. Spring and yes, fall. Yes, it was. Yeah, thank you. Okay, spring so and fall yeah. Happened. So they got to they got to bring out two looks on the mini challenge runway, which is mm-hmm. big and glamorous, very much like what you all did in your first episode. They're giving you daytime and nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to jump in and say, like, who did you like in these little fashion show moments? Ah! Okay, T. Now, when we did when we did our runway, I was very much like spring, honey. I like to be a woman walking down the street in the day. So I have to say, like, I did love. Two looks that I really thought were really cute were uh, Elliot and Lala. Because I'm like, these two girls look like they were going to brunch together. <laughs> they, they look pulled together. They look really stunning. They look like they were going to go out to a real cute girls brunch, have a good time. And by the time they left, those wigs would be in their hands and the pumps too. Um, <laughs> but my favorites, I have to say, were Simone. Um, I love Mix, even though I thought it was like maybe probably like more nighttime. But I love the idea that she... She came as daytime. It was like she literally was day. Um, but I thought I thought it was more of like a nighttime kind of feel to me, but it was very bright. Um, yeah. And I thought Olivia looked so cute. She gave me like um, vibes of like Jackie when we did, when she did her runway and it was like very that 60s mod, like super Ooh, yeah. fashionable. It was like classy, fashionable reference kind of vibe. And I loved it. Oh my God. Good, good, good. And who are your nighttime favorites? Oh my God, that was, this was easy, honey. My nighttime favorites, um, obviously Mick looked 
stunning. And I love the little like nipple cover, you know, just a tiny little, you know, a little pasty here and there. Uh-huh. It's always delicious. Um, I loved Olivia again. I thought Olivia just looked so classic and clean and she just looked so demure and woman-like. Um, and also uh, Candy looked really, Candy looked so good in that like fiery outfit. She turned around, she had a hole in her back, but most of us have a hole in our backs. Otherwise we'd be blocked up. So that's fine. I'm mad at it. <laughs> and uh, and I also loved Elliot. Elliot looked like, gave like this um, vibe. You know what I thought? She gave me kind of, uh, oh my God. I'm like. Oh, India Farah? Yeah. When India wore that, uh, she had like the top hat. Very, very vibe like that with the breastplate. Um, it gave me kind of that, but it was like more of a like a modern take on that look. And then I thought Simone for her for her night runway, the hair was like so amazing. Like it, it was like 90s nighttime. Like you could tell her she was getting ready to go on a date with her girlfriends. They were getting ready to go out to the club. She had just got her hair done. The girl was ready to step out. She was, she was, she was. Oh my God, there was so much. Yeah, there, there was. it was pretty good. It was a lot of good fashion. I agree. Now the only one you kind of, I think the only one you didn't mention at all was Tina Burner. I thought she was cute. I just, I, I just thought when I thought um, for, I thought they were cute, like maybe like looks for the club, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm when, when, when the fashion show, I'm thinking like, take me to Paris, mama. Take me to like a day out. You know, it's like, you can, you can give a, you can give a, you can give a, 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 a performance look and then there's like just a, a, a fashion, fashion moment. You know what I mean? I and I thought you. that they were beautiful looks, but I thought like they could have been a little bit more like fashion forward. See, this is this is this is helpful fashion editorial information. I appreciate it. Uh, only if only if it was coming from like Nikki or somebody, but um, but I'll be glad <laughs> to step in and give my two cents. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Two cents of a hundred thousand dollars. I'll take okay, it. Okay, I'll keep the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then they get back, they get to de-drag, they get to Kiki for a for a second, and Rue pops in. And again, it's very similar. We've seen this before in mm-hmm. episodes, and it's always so compelling to see what queens can do. They have to write lyrics and you know, produce their own choreo to Rue song, Congratulations. They're writing their own verse and they got to bring it to the stage, perform the hell out of it, show us who they are. And then of course we get to the stage and there's always, 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 and you know what this is like, choreography, mm-hmm. chaos, confusion. Uh, chore- the choreo is so hard. And the, the worst part is, is when you have to work with, drag queens have so many different like, they're different, just different. It's not even so many different, whatever. It's just drag queens are so different. And what performance is to, like, Simone is different than what, it's, what it is to Mick and what is different is to, La, like, to Lala. And to try to tell all of these people together work and make this seem like one piece that you all look comfortable and good in is very hard. Uh, but I was a little disappointed that, like, I wanted Lala or... Uh, I wanted Lala or Elliot to step up and just take the reins. I thought that would have been cute to see, like, see what they could have done with the choreo because I know that they are both dancers. And I thought that would have been, like, a good opportunity to also show, like, hey, look, y'all might be good at whatever else y'all are good at, but this is my forte. And I'm not afraid to to take the reins and show you what I got. Yeah, yeah. And we see it. We hear a little bit of that from Lala because she's like, these girls need a boo-boo cat-cat. Yeah, <laughs> she, she has thoughts. This is like a pop song. It's not like no one, two, supreme like type thing. Like we need the boom boom cat cat. When she said that, I'm like, girl, get up there and show. I'm like, I know she's she's a she she'll turn it. So I'm like, girl, get up there and show them like what they should be doing. And um, 
if if you give a great because in the performance she gave it an amazing performance, but if you would have stepped up and showed the judges, that could have even been the thing that probably put you at the top. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, in the competition, you have to when you have opportunities to show your strengths then you should take those opportunities and like give it to the judges because you never know when you might get that chance again. Yeah. And like Elliot does that a little bit towards the end. We see her Mm -hmm. kind of make suggestions and they all kind of like, Oh, okay. Well maybe maybe." like they all seem to respond to it. So that's good. That was good. uh, But I've learned my lesson from stepping Mm -hmm. in and trying to teach choreo or trying to speak about the choreo. We did ours and I was like, "Um, I should have just shut up and never said anything about this, but (laughs) But it was fun. So I'm not, and, and, and I was at the top that week, so I'm not even going to complain. Thank you very much. Um, and then there's that moment where Gottmik, as they know, you know, we start to play the songs in their, in mm-hmm. their ears, and Gottmik has suddenly forgotten that like, his own personal tea is being spilt right out in the middle of everybody. Like, oh, dope, his backstory. Gottmik was born a girl, baby. So what was that moment like? How did you do? Did you did you sympathize? I think the yeah, I completely sympathize because I know like even um, when you have, and I'm not gonna say it's a secret, but it was just something that she needed to to have time to talk to everyone about. But when right. you work in choreo and you have these lyrics running through your mind, there's always like a million things that you think about, and um, I know that that was a huge thing for Mick, um, but also I've always known Mick to be like very like Mick is. N- is one of the people that I know because Mick is trans. Mick has always been like, "Hey, this is me. I'll. This is who I am, and whatever." I think that because she did not have the opportunity to have that conversation with the other girls, that's what really kind of threw her off. And I wish that she would have had just a teeny tiny bit of moment before to like let the girls know what was the tea, so she could have really shined all the way through like she wanted to in the challenge. Yeah, yeah, because the verse was strong. I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. I think by and large, everybody had strong verses. Like they're, they're yeah, lyrics. for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, and then, you know, of course, it's also, we see them like struggling, like struggle bus, chaos, choreogra- mm-hmm. chore- you know, choreography rehearsal. And then, of course, by the time they perform it on the main stage, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's magic. Isn't that the way the world works? <laughs> Sometimes things have to fall apart before they come together perfectly. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then I, they're getting ready the next day for the performance and the main stage. And Elliot reveals to the girls what really went down. She explains to them how the voting went. They all voted her mm-hmm. off. And those girls are all coming back. And everyone's a little gagged to get the real story. The girl that I beat is coming back along with the other girls that were beat. I am definitely like they are about to come back with all the fires of hell behind them. The other girls are probably gagged, but I know in the back of their minds, at least they were they were thinking and trying to like they had an idea that these girls were not gone for good. Right. I think that they really wanted to know exactly why Elliot happened to be the one girl that was there. That that would have been the question that I like. It's like I, they famously said on a recent episode of Potomac, Karen Huger said she said, honey, I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about it because it's not my business but I just want to know the truth. So I don't know why you are here and it's really not my business because I'm going to still turn it the way I need to, but I just want to know the truth. <laughs> and and also for them, because they didn't know like who she, who she was and they didn't know like any of this tea. They're like, why were you chosen of all those girls to be the one brought back here and put in this position? I know it's juicy information and helpful. Mm-hmm. A little nut. Oh my God. Thank you. And th- thank you for the Potomac reference. Thank <laughs> I love it. 
I love Potomac. Okay, so we get to the main stage. Rue is sparkling. Michelle looks like a first lady. Mm-hmm. Then they perform. Congratulations, you're number one. Who stood out for you? What'd you think? Uh, the, the people who stood out the most to me in that, first of all, I loved uh, Simone's confidence. And Simone is not afraid to be like a nutcase. Like she, like she'll come out and she gives you like the, the wiggles, the wobbles, the wibbles, the wobbles, all of that good stuff. Uh, I thought Candy's verse was really good. I, you can tell she slipped up a little in the choreo, but like she said, she still like pulled it together and still like continued to go on with the choreo. Uh, Olivia, I thought was so, she gave, I thought Olivia gave like an iconic performance to me. It was like, I, like she said, the girls are not thinking of me as a threat in the competition, but I'm going to show you otherwise. And she did exactly that. And then Tina, Tina is so, you can just tell how smart Tina is just by her lyrics. You could tell she was so, that she thought her lyrics all the way through. And it just felt so good to like, just see her perform and have fun. Tina Burner on fire like the Hunger Games. Too hot to handle, getting burned by these flames. Man had monster with a heart of gold. This joker's wild. These queens better fall. Death drop slip. Maybe some girl's choice. Stand up, act up. Time to use your voice. Yeah, like her, her, her rap and her, her. It was just solid. Also, she crammed like nine thousand words into like twenty seconds. <laughs> and then I said, "See, now y'all see why she had that little Kim down. Because the girl didn't think Tina was gonna have that flavor, but she has it. She's that girl. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh my god. So that, yeah, I thought it was really strong. I mean, also, I, I love the song "Congratulations." I, I think it's one of it's just such a good Rue song. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to see them dive into it. But yeah, I thought it was real strong across the board. And yeah, like Olivia Pop, she just had like star star quality, the fringe, the gold fringe. I even thought Elliot was like a, a good button on the end of it, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought Elliot was good too. And then the performance too, because those girls were like, oh, she's a spy. We don't know anything about her. We don't know what her T is. And then she did that high kick drop down to the splits. I said, girls, she did the splits right on the girls' necks. <laughs> And then we get to runway. Like, oh my God, after that, we still get a runway. Yeah, the category is, yes, the category is La May, You Stay. And what is the runway song? Uh, oh my God. I completely forgot. I was, I didn't listen to the, I, I was listening to the song, but I was really in tune to the fashions. I have to say, like, especially with Mick kicking it off. That's where I like, my focus, I'm like, immediately, I'm like, oh my God, all these beautiful details. But I'm I'm trying to think what was the lips the, the runway song? It's bring back my girls. Bring, bring back, back my girls. girls. Bring back my ghouls. <laughs> well, right, which is to me is like a Jada Essence Hall song. Like yeah. I see I see you close up. I see you lip syncing the hell out of it. Leaning all into the camera, put my nose on there. The camera's all oily, giving season one filter. Yes, yes. So anyway, so yeah, it's bring back my girls. Bring back my. Bring back my. Bring back my girls. And okay, I'm just I, I just keep asking you this because we have a lot a lot of things to like discuss. So, who did you like in the Lemay runway? Um, my favorites in the Lemay runway were Mick. Obviously, got Mick. Every time I see a look from Got Mick, I'm like, it's something that's like completely different. You know what I mean? And you can clearly see uh, Mick's point of view every single time. I thought Simone knocked. Uh, knocked it out of the park uh literally in her boxer look and then tina turned it too because tina turned it uh she turned (laughs) it in her uh her all silver and i'm like the commitment to painting your face i thought only crystal could do that that kind of like 
full quick transformation of the face and everything uh, between challenge and runway. And she turned it out for that. And I also have to give an honorable mention to Elliot because I did love Elliot's look. I just thought like um, it felt like it could have been a little more finished or like a little more something like the shoes or maybe the hair could have been up a little bit and not into the shoulder. But the dress was so pretty, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was it was and it was fun just to see yeah, different interpretations of Love mm-hmm. May, get a little more window into everyone's personal style. And I feel like if more so this week than last week, I felt like I really saw, which is kind of weird because LeMay is a lot of times a very tacky fabric. But (laughs) within that fabric, I felt like I've learned a lot more about the girls' fashion sense this week than I did, even even with the entrance looks, to me personally. It's true. And I like it when the runway theme is a little broad like this. Like it's all like, okay, the theme is purple or the theme is LeMay. And then there's mm-hmm. so much you can do with whatever you want to do in that in that theme. Much better than like um, this week's runway theme, trolls underneath the 4th Street Bridge that are going to a party with their mom. Then you're like, okay, girl, this is very specific. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Now I want to see that though. That sounds amazing. Next season. Ah, and so they get critiques and... By and large, they all get pretty nice things said about them. And the standouts are like, Olivia and Simone get lots of love. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense. Like, Olivia was, it, it, her, her job this week was to let the, after after hearing the girls give a little, give, give, give the little rendition. I don't think it was, I don't think they were being, it was personal. But um, after hearing the girls say who they thought were threats or not, she she said, look, I am too. And I'm going to remind you of exactly how much of a threat I am. And she did her job. And then Simone, like I said, she knocked it out of the park. It was, it was, she, she's in her element. You can tell she knows what she's doing and she's in control of her drag. So that wasn't a surprise either. I know. I love the fact that like on each of them, like Olivia is told that she's like a cross between Michelle Obama and Beyonce. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. That's two of my favorite women ever. (laughs) And then Simone like gets the like, ah, anointment of like from Rue like you've got star quality girl mm-hmm. yeah and even Ross said I just drew a star yeah I'm like, oh, that's so sweet no it's amazing yeah and but then after a while you start to think like okay well I mean a couple of them got like creative criticism mm-hmm. but nobody got like ding 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 harsh harsh rough criticism so it's like I think did you suspect that nobody's going home um, I kind of suspected nobody was going home only because of the fact that these were all the girls who had done well the week before. And and if if somebody was going to go home this episode, I thought it would have been Elliot leaving in the beginning because you just don't ne- you never know with the with the drag race twist. But with the the amount of praise that the girls got, I'm like, okay, somebody what these girls will be good. But yeah. which girl is going to take it? That was the team. Yeah, yeah. And they still get to, like, shaking their boots a little bit because they don't know. They don't know mm-hmm. everybody's safe. <laughs> Look, and, and the thing about Drag Race is, is when you when you are – and, and this is for all the people who always talk about what you would do if you were at the show and your ass ain't never been there. Um, they're like, well, I would just know I'm good. And when you are on the stage at Drag Race, um, you have no idea what is going to happen and all logic is out the window because you don't even think – you can't even think about what's happening in front of you. You just kind of just move from moment to moment. Every single time it's just like, what's happening in this moment? I'm just focused on this one thing. Oh my God, I might go home. We don't know what's happening. It, you don't have time to think about the future or the past or other seasons or any of that. 
I know. There's so much. Like, the, the amount of work you queens do on set every day, it's so fast. It's so much. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's an acting challenge. Here's a script. Be on stage ready to perform it in like three hours and a full look you've created to go with this character. It's like, bah! Yeah, and and that's but that's drag race. And so when when you audition, you kind of have to remember that in mind. Like anything will be thrown at me, and that's the way I when we when we left to do the show, that was the first thing that I felt was like most important. Like whatever will happen, you need to be a hundred percent prepared for anything. I've made some decisions. Olivia Lux, Simone. Congratulations, you are the top two queens of the week. And so we end up with our top two queens, Olivia mm-hmm. and Simone. And you see Candy and Gothic both go like, woo, catch their breath. I thought I was lip syncing against Candy, and I love Candy. So I just feel so relieved. We're all saying, and I cannot get to the back of the stage fast enough. Look, this was what Banji told us. Banji said, there are going to be a lot of times for you to be on the stage and being judged in front of the judges. Being safe is not the worst thing in the world because trust me, you will have your day on the stage. So um, when you when you might've made a flub or anything like that and in the challenge, if Ruth says you're safe, um, safe is a really, really good place to be. Thank you. I agree. I would be like, you know, I'd be happy. Any chance to stay a little longer, amen. That insurance of, of one more day. And so they get to lip sync. It's Dua Lipa. The girls mm-hmm. are performing. What did you think watching them do the lip sync? Simone and Olivia. This was the thing. I when Simone is very much a me when a lip sync starts because when the lip sync starts, I'm like, I give you these eyes, like girl is about to go down. This is this is about to be it. And Simone gave that look. I said, Oh, girl, she's not gonna play no games. And I was nervous for Olivia because I'm like, she's wearing this dress, and maybe the dress might be restricting. And immediately when 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 the line the lyric came for like falling and she like fell over herself I was like oh okay girl she has she also had thought of a way of what she was going to do in this garment for this performance and I was so glad to see what she did because both of them gave two different fresh takes on the song and then what happened and then Simone won. Um, I think it was a great decision by the judge. I, it could have went either way. The both of the lip syncs were so different. Um, but Simone, Simone was given like a, a super sickening, sexy confidence, and and it turns out the judges love sexy confidence. <laughs> it's true. Speaking from experience, yourself. Yeah. Some sometimes, sometimes I'm sexy. Sometimes I'm confusing. Um, but <laughs> whatever it is, the judges loved it, and I'm thankful. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's, yeah. And then we just I know it's, it's nice having. Um, even an episode that ends with somebody having to get, get voted off and then though she comes mm-hmm. back, but then it ends kind of joyously and we're celebrating like who did best and then they get to battle it out just for, you know, for fun and, for and, fun. Cash, and for cash. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing. It's for fun. But when that, when that $5,000 is dropped, feelings are dropped too. And you, every, <laughs> and you're like, um, I need this money, especially going into drag race and you spend so much money getting ready. It's like $5,000. Mama, this could cover some looks that I still owe money for. So I'm going to have to get this coin. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So next week, we're going to get to see the other girls, dig in deep with them. Um, What's one thing that you had to learn during your season that you would want to tell somebody? Advice you could give some girl. It's the beginning of the season. What can you say to help her through this whole journey? 
the I mean, it's you can you can go through the journey, and it's it's easier said than done, but it's really to just let go and enjoy the process. Like, um, it's a it's a journey. Only one person will win, no matter. Like Ruth said earlier. Losing is the new winning. Whether you lose or whatever, you're still a winner from making the show. So just have fun and enjoy the ride. And the audience knows when you're not having fun. And you know when you're not having fun and you won't produce your best work. So just let go, let loose, and have fun. Agree. Words of wisdom from the all-knowing Jada Essenthal. Hooker Avenue. (laughs) She has has a dormitory named after her. Get into it. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I have one question. I know you're in the or- Orville Peck Shania Twain video. Yes. Did you get to see Orville Peck's face below the fringe? <laughs> Orville, and, Orville and I like literally now we are like really, really good friends. Um, Like even for my birthday, Orville got me a record player because um, being in the video, he sent me like a, it was like a PR box and it was like a clear vinyl of uh the album. Yeah. And so the album Show Pony. And he has a really nice record collection. And so uh, I was like, I want to have a really cute record collection too. And so he got me a record player. But I've seen his face a lot of times. And right now I have not seen it in a while. So I'm kind of missing it. Um, but, but you know what I mean, right? Where he, like he's, he only ever shows the top half of his face. So there's always like the fringe mask thing. It's always it's always the fringe mask. And you, he has beautiful eyes. So yeah. That, <laughs> there's that yeah but I've, I've seen his face a lot and um but he's a really good friend of mine I'm like glad that I like I'm lucky enough to be able to see his face and get to chill with him and have like good memories and fun oh I love it yeah I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm well I'm a fan of both of you so I like it when people I love get to kiki and hang out mm. and collaborate and I'm a fan of yours too oh 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 okay Drag Race UK I just want to get your thoughts it's coming I- who who are you excited about in that cast? Um, you know, I'm very excited about a, a, a good portion of the cast. Um, I know for a fact that uh, Taste is going to bring something sickening to the season. Uh, she's obviously a fashion icon, like long, beautiful legs, sickening body, all of that good stuff. Um, I like also I like a horror. I don't I, look. I'm scared to say a horror because I don't want to. I don't want to call this girl a horror. Uh, but apparently she, she she named herself first. So, but I love what Ahura is bringing. I love her energy and her vibe. Uh, Astina Mandela, uh, I'm excited to see her perform because the way she like, you don't name drop artists that you've danced for unless you're a sickening dancer and performer, honey. And yeah. um, I know for a fact that she's going to bring that kind of, something sickening as far as the entertainment, uh, entertainment wise. And then Bimini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She, Bimini is like giving me like homegirl vibes. Like you can tell she's like, I'm from East, like East London. I'm just my girl. She's the type of girl that you would like go out to the bar with, drink, have good time. Um, Y'all can see each other. You might not want to hang around each other too much because y'all might bump heads and clash with words, but she's a fun time girl. Yeah, they're all, it's a fun bunch. They're all like really, they also have this air of like excitement and kind of Mm -hmm. like, they're so cheerful and like wacky and like, Happy to be there in a, in, a, in, a, in a way. Does that make any sense? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, they are also, all the girls are so unique and so special. Also, shout out to uh, Sherry Valentine, too, because I know she said um, that she just became like a mental health nurse, too. Yes. And doing drag, and doing drag race. I'm like, girl, okay, give it. Give it all of that. So um, I'm just excited to see what the cast can do. And I'm like the type of girl, like, I just pick up vibes first. Cause I don't really root for, I like, I, you, 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 if you fall in love with a girl while you're watching the show, you want to root for them. But I'm the type of girl of like every week is different. 
So yeah. I just want to watch and see what they do each week and see how they bring it and what they give. I know. And I, I, I love watching Drag Race UK because, well, I don't work on it. So for me, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like my life before I worked on Drag Race and I just saw the show and loved it. And it's... You get to be a fan. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just it's, I don't know, it's just so fun not knowing anything that's coming down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it, this is going to be an exciting season. And and the girls, and, and Vivian had did just an amazing job um, with her reign so far. And so whichever girl wins, they have really big shoes to fill. And I don't know how big <laughs> her feet are, um, but hopefully they're not very long. But they have definitely have big shoes to fill. Drag Race Season 13 is airing now. Drag Race UK is starting. It's going to be kind of back-to-back, week-to-week. There's going to be a lot of Drag Race to watch. Is is that a bad thing? Um, I don't know. I, this, is, this will be the first time we see. So we'll figure it all out together. But I also do know that out there in the world, there are people who love Drag Race. And they, if they could have Drag Race every single day of the week, they will. But I also have to say that I know that, that probably it won't probably won't be too bad of a thing because the girls on season 13 and the girls from UK are so different from each other that it'll be refreshing. You know what I mean? It's not like you're getting the same kind of stale energy. It'll be season 13 is fresh. The energy from 13 will be completely different than the energy from UK. Uh, yeah. the, the sense of humors will be different. The shade, I'm no doubtedly will be different. So I'm excited to see both. Right. Right. And actually I didn't, I didn't mean to, I don't, I didn't mean to set it up. Like, is it a bad thing? Cause I think it's like, more drag and more drag to watch on TV and more drag to enjoy and appreciate and more yeah. people getting their, getting their you know talents out there is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it's also it's like, hello, at any given moment, aren't there like three Housewives seasons running at once? Come on. Yes, literally. Housewives, there are like 15 Housewives franchises running at the same time. Um, but like I said, if you love if you love something, you love it regardless. And so I think like this season, this new season of Drag Race UK, running with Drag Race, at, Drag Race US at the same time, we're going to see like, what is it giving? We're gonna get a lot of drag in. We're gonna be able to compare and contrast this. You not even com- not necessarily even compare and contrast because it's not like there'll be two completely different ball games. So I'm excited yeah. to see what basketball is like and maybe what football is like. But if football and basketball were the same sport, but not. <laughs> I, have no, they're I, have not. No, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I love it. I don't care. Ah, yes, yes. All the sports. All the sports. Sports balls and sports and balls and balls and sports. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm now flashing back of you dribbling a basketball. Sort yeah. of. Down the <laughs> and, I can, and I could not like go through my legs. That was crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Jada Essenthal, thank you so much for talking to us today. What should people be expecting from you next, honey? Um, well, I'm working on a little bit of stuff right now. I really want to get like my YouTube taken, taken, like get started and like take off with that. Do some like sickening looks, do some sketch, funny comedy stuff on there and like all of that. And, um, also I'm looking forward to like the, the finale because that's like, it, even though I'm, even though I don't, you don't want to rush it because I've had a, a really quick stint so far, thanks to the pandemic, but, um, <laughs> I'm still looking forward to like having this moment, like this this great grand moment and um and like not only just that but like sharing that moment and celebrating all the fans and all the people who supported me to get where I am right now. Yes, yes. Well, we need that. We 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 need more Jada, period. Jada in kitten heels. That's what we really need more of. <laughs> I I'm, I'll manifest it. I'll I'll, I'll make it so. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Please don't. Oh my god, that would be terrible. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Jed Essenthal, thank you so much for being one of the shining rays of light in this past year. Like you and the season 12 sisters, Shea Coulee, All Stars 5. You queens have really been like the beacon of love and light we, we needed this past year. Thank you all. And, and Priyanka, because she's crazy. And we, oh, thank you. Oh, we needed that. Yes, Priyanka and Envy Peru, all the Drag yes. Race winners. Oh my God. Um, well, so yeah, keep shining, honey. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of Drag Race season 13. I will do. And UK and everything. Thanks, bye. Bring back my girls. Okay, Chicken Feathers, that is a wrap on the first podcast of season 13. A glorious thanks to Jada Essence Hall for bringing her sexy smarts and insight to this week's episode. Be sure to follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Jada E. Hall. And be sure to stay caught up on Drag Race Season 13 by watching every Friday night on VH1 at 8 p.m. 7 Central. Or if you're outside the U.S., you can watch via Wow Presents Plus. And do not forget to watch RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 2, which premieres on Thursday, January 14th. You can watch on BBC3 in the UK, Crave in Canada, and everywhere else in the world, including the US, you can watch on Bob Presents Plus. Also, if you still need more recaps of Drag Race each week, please watch my Extra Life recaps of every new Season 13 episode. You can watch on the Wow Presents YouTube channel, honey, yes, go to YouTube, or you can watch via Wow Presents Plus. It's all about getting your video recap jush. And keep an eye out for lots of special guests this season. And there are going to be extra lap recaps for Drag Race UK as well, featuring the singular talents of season 12 superstar Jackie Cox. Yes, those are coming soon to Albertsons Plus and YouTube as well. Keep an eye out, hon. So until next week, keep watching Drag Race. Be sure to show lots of love online to our queens. Stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands. Just keep it cute. So thank you, squirrel friends. See you next week. Bring back my girls.